0: Colton! Colton!
1: Colton!
0: Gentlemen don't kiss and tell, but I do go balls deep and tell.
1: Like,
2: I don't even think if Cassie wanted to leave, Colton will let her.
1: Welcome back. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com it's the end guys we made it we made it to the end it was a it was a slog it was a long haul it's much later at night than we usually record i'm a little punchy the bachelor just finished up it was a shit show we're gonna talk about it i'm joined as always by jason stewart oh my name's brian beckner by the way in case i didn't say that already uh, i'm joined by jason stewart jason what's up
0: Hello, everybody.
1: Oh, yeah, buddy. Signature sign on. <laughs> also joined by the premier bachelor expert in the world. The one and only. We're so lucky to have him. Always couldn't, could not be more grateful to have this guy join our podcast. Of course, I am talking about Reality Steve Carbone. Reality, how are you, my friend?
2: what's up boys
1: how you doing so good so good to have an expert here jason and i are complete morons we watch the bachelor like it's not completely contrived and made up you of course know everything that's going on and we're gonna jump in we're gonna we're gonna recap everything that happened from fantasy suites on but i was sitting there because i follow reality steve on twitter i was sitting there watching the end of the Bachelor, and they announce Hannah B. the Bachelorette. Well, of course, everyone knows that Hannah B.'s been the Bachelorette forever. And then, they, then they're then they like, would you like to meet the first uh, five contestants on your season? And I'm like, I've seen pictures on Twitter from my buddy Reality Steve that they've been shooting the Bachelorette already. Well,
2: no. no. They, didn't, they haven't <laughs> shot the show. They're shooting her intro.
1: Oh, right. So that... They're not just, shooting they, they're not shooting stuff with the suitors yet.
2: No, we'll the suitors. Post. I <laughs> I was gonna say, at what point in this podcast are we going to get to? Why don't you clean that up and post? Yeah. Uh, it's coming at some point. The, um, coaster, Stu? <laughs> uh, the Alabama stuff, just they they shot this past weekend in Alabama because she went to Bama. She's from Tuscaloosa, yes. she was a sweet girl there. So They just shot that video you're going to see in episode one, where she's they're introducing her and she's walking pensively through campus, wondering if she's going to find her true love on the show. That's what they were shooting.
1: Well, she's down to get engaged, so it should be it should be a fantastic season. It's
0: yeah. But I mean, just to kind of add uh, two cents on that one, it's. You know, one of the uh, biggest dramas of the season, especially early on, was the rivalry between the two beauty queens. And Kaylin had always had Hannah's number all throughout the pageantry world. And she she uh, won up her on the show as Kaylin lasted longer. And now I think we could say that Hannah B won. Yeah, she did. She's she's the queen.
1: Yeah, I would say it's a bit of an underdog story. I don't think anybody really had Hannah be – obviously, and we'll talk about this more, all these chicks were angling to be the Bachelorette. Being the Bachelorette is the big prize of The Bachelor. Let's not pretend that it isn't. And when people are accusing each other during the season of trying to become the Bachelorette, it's warranted because you could say that about any of the girls that's on this show.
0: Let's start there, by the way, Steve. Um I found I had mentioned along along the way during the season that there was that weird episode where um, where Cassie and her buddy were accused of talking about Kaylin. being the next Bachelorette. Yeah, and I, it was brought up may, once, maybe twice, as an accusation, and then the accusation just kind of went away. And my theory is this: the last thing that the show needs is like an open acknowledgement that women are on the show for grander, uh, you know, fame on the next show. Do you think that they kind of censor that stuff? Because that just kind of went away and then it became this vague thing for for like two episodes. Well, I think it got
2: addressed last week on the Women Tell All when they finally got down to it because they actually talked about the nuts and bolts of the conversation that was overheard. Now, the way I saw it, and the way it was presented on the show was Katie said on her way out the door, um, you know, watch out for some of these girls. And then the then the rumor, the scuttlebutt going around was it's Kaylin and Cassie. And Taysha tells him on her date in Denver, hey, uh, Kaylin and Cassie, I heard that they were talking about the, being the Bachelorette. So when it's presented that way, I think the audience, when we're watching it, we automatically think, Oh, my God, I bet you their conversation was, I don't even want to be on the show. I just want to be the Bachelorette. I don't care about Colton. But when they talked about it on The Women Tell All, that's not how the conversation went down. It was Kaylin and Cassie, best friends in the house, basically cheering for one another, saying, right. hey, if I don't win you know, or if I win, I'd love for you to be the Bachelorette. Oh, same to you. So the way the show presented it with just this hearsay stuff and the way it actually – conversation went down – you know, surprise, surprise! The show blew something out of proportion that wasn't as big as what they were making it out. Today.
0: It was it was such a cl- it was such a clumsy part of this season. I thought it was there were a few frustrating things, but I think like Kerpa at the uh, at the railroad yard or wherever the hell they were that day, Kerpa trying to explain it to uh To Cassie and doing a horrible job, I'm Awful. just thinking they, they've give, given her certain keywords that she can't say here and it it basically just came down to i know you're I know you didn't do it or I know you're not here for the right reasons without any any explanation or any backing uh I ultimately do think that Kerpa was vindicated and um and what's her name Katie was vindicated. I still don't think Cassie's in this thing. To win it, I don't think she's in it for marriage.
1: Absolutely it not. Became
0: plainly obvious, and I just looked at her Instagram. Steve already knew this, and I'm sure yeah. this has been the whole thing. I didn't know this chick had 1.1 million followers on Instagram. She was she's a an a legitimate Instagram star, but she wasn't before so, the show. So
2: before when I released her as a contestant in September, she had less than ten thousand. Yeah.
0: No shit. Yeah. So she, then that's, she, but, but it, that's it makes
2: my get. point. That's what you get for going on the show. Look at the top four girls. Look at Kalen's. Look at Hannah G's. Uh, they're, Hannah G's at like 800,000. Yeah. She finished you know, second or third, and she had the personality of a tree stump. Yeah, she, she's like, super
0: worried.
2: All you have to do is last long on this show, and people just want to follow you. Yeah, Cassie is 1.1 million. Her sister is dating a somewhat famous actor. She's a model, and her sister's at 200,000. And Cassie is now almost six times more. Than her sister just for being on this show,
1: like yeah.
2: she hasn't basically posted anything on Instagram in the last three or four months, really, because she Been can't in
1: production. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah, one point one million followers, and she had less than ten thousand when I first found when I first realized that she was on the show. Because I write all this down. Yeah. It's it's
1: crazy. That's the business. That's what they're. Yeah. That's what they're there to do is is to raise their own profile. Okay, let's start with Fantasy Suites. There's they're in. Portugal. I mean it feels like a lifetime ago. There's so many hours of this show
0: have been on since this happened, but uh, well, we need to tell the listeners who aren't totally familiar. Yeah. They're in the they're in the very um I mean well-known romantic spot in the world, in the world, Algarve. Algarve. Yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> where where the mountains meet the ocean. Right.
1: Algarve, Portugal.
0: Yeah. Algarve, yeah.
1: Um, they're in Portugal. We're down to to the last three broads. It's Tasha. It's Cassie. It's Hanagi. His first. Have we done this yet? I feel like we've talked about this already. I just. <laughs> I just think we've just watched. I've just been so immersed in The Bachelor. Um, he's his first fantasy suite experience is with Tasha, and she's she was ready to give him the skins. Um, yep. And then he, but he was all into Cassie, you know, and he, um, cast, he told her Cassie will make him, f- makes him feel complete. Um, you know, he's, he has, he has the, uh, he ends up having the, the awkward exchange with Cassie where he jumps the fence. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, that you're, was you're, yeah. last Monday night. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> so. So, the, so basically what Brian's trying to say is last night's episode picked up where we jumped the fence and then the whole like ridiculousness of Chris Harrison and the crew right. shouting his name like he's a lost dog. Like if if your son, Brian, like is a sleepwalker and he walks out of the house, you would rush down Colton. the street Colton.
1: screaming his name. Colton.
0: Colton, Colton willfully and voluntarily left and he doesn't want to be he found. He didn't you want don't to be found. Yeah, you don't need 20 minutes of of shouting his name. He doesn't want to be found. But anyways, yeah, I will say this. Um, the, the whole jump the fence thing was totally blown out of proportion and misrepresented from a, the it beginning. It was a pretty
1: athletic leap, though. I know he was no, a de- it, no D3 was. guy. But going over that fence, they should have shown that in slow motion because it was a big high fence, and he went right over that thing no problem. Like, he should have gone to the Combine.
0: Pretty amazing, but the most dramatic um, situation in the history of the show was him jumping that fence. I don't think so. And and here, but so it goes from that to um, you know, I want to, I'm done with the show, Cassie. I'm done. I'm done with the show. I'm done. I I have have another fantasy suite date that's supposed to be filmed with Hannah, and I'm just not going to do it. And at that juncture, my feelings were this, and I need you guys, your guys' input on this. If Cassie was the one, and he he and he's told us over and over again in this in this episode, I I was it was narrowed down to her. I didn't want to be with anybody else, and she was the one that that I wanted to propose to. Then what was why go through the the first date with Tasha? Why why even do that? Like to me that that doesn't. Point. That doesn't quite add up. Like, why go to into the fantasy suite and accept an overnight where you're laying naked with Tasha, if if Cassie's not the only one? Steve, is it just one of those things where he figured he's such a fucking robot and he's a do the bachelor by the numbers that they're like, this is the show you have to do three fantasy suites. Um, let's let's not forget
2: that. Haisha hey, during the dinner portion before they even went to the overnights, purposely having nip slips oh,
1: at yeah. the dinner table. Oh yeah, like
2: constantly referencing the Loved fact it. that oh my god, is this slipping off? <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. Um. But the thing, is, I I honestly don't really know the answer to that question because he didn't do a third overnight date. Like he right. wasn't contractually obligated. If you say he's contracted, I'll get to do three. Well, he only did two, and technically he only ended up doing one overnight because Cassie dumped him, and then he didn't even decide to take a roll around with Hannah G. Well, that, didn't that, that, was, some,
1: that was something I was thinking about, too, because as we've learned, as Jason has astutely pointed out, Colton – takes the opinion of the last person he spoke to. So he's about to send Cassie home on Kerpa's knowledge. And as he's about to send her home, Caitlin walks in and's like, Hey, by the way, don't, uh, don't send Cassie home. And he's like, all right, cool. So if he had just gone on and had that second fantasy suite date with Hannah G., we could be looking at an engaged Hannah G and Colton right now. Do you guys agree?
0: I don't. Um,
2: I, I, but I, he, he, Chris Harrison asked him last night on the show, we give you more time. Would you have, you know, when were you, were you contemplating going on that third jig yeah. just to see? And he said, no. So, I mean, I guess we got to take him at his word. It was, all, he said he, it was he like, wanted.
1: it was like the rejection from Cassie, like, Flipped a switch in his head where he's like, oh, "Okay, I was I kind of like this chick. I'm pretty into her." And she's like, "Look, I'm out of here." And he's like, "Oh fuck, I love you. I need to be with you there, forever." There was
0: a there was a line tonight that got swept under the rug. And by the way, uh, Colton's old man, Colton's dad, Unit. is like a dude's dude. Yeah, like, I, I want him to be my dad. Totally. I want to have beers with that guy. And he said something tonight that I think nailed it. He's like, "Is this? Is this? Are you in this because?" You can't have it, or yes. something like that. So, are oh, you I'm in sure. this because oh, she sure. rejected you? And it, it, I think that's the perfect thing because it doesn't make sense for him to do the overnight with Tasha and go through all of that and the, and the the making out all night long with Tasha. If if he did indeed have his mindset, it was as soon as he was rejected, his simple mind started like. Saying, "Oh shit, that means I'm I need to fight for her," but Taysha last night I have to give her credit. And Taysha, by the way, she walks off of the show like uh, getting high and high marks from me. She's amazing and, and she's uh, she's hot as hell. Hot, lots she of Instagram did, she, followers. She asked him a direct question and he chose not to answer. And she says, "Why take me to the fantasy suite?" why why agree to go overnight with me if this was if this was your deal and he never answered you didn't it. have an answer there is no answer yeah. and i don't i didn't know if that's because the show can't couldn't like he, he couldn't say certain things to give away the ending or what but to me that's like the, the million dollar question in all this it doesn't none of this adds up it, either you're going to go on all, all three of the dates or you're not you're just going to say you know, screw it i want that one person but Cassie, you guys have to agree. Even tonight watching her talk and and she the only person that's worse at expressing herself is the guy that she's with. Like that they're both a couple of dolts and, when it comes to and, emotion and they have feeling. zero
1: chemistry with each other.
0: Like they're and, they're and, just not a match. It it's just such a um it, it's just such a like kindergarten level of speaking to one another about feelings, and I don't know if it's because she's not very bright or she just is is not very articulate with her feelings. But tonight, I, I I was I wasn't convinced at all. I mean, obviously during the breakup, and then with her parents, and then and then after this whole thing, when everything was said and done, and they're live in front of the cameras, I'm still not convinced that she's in this thing. For anything other no. than, than than this carved out little thing of fame that she has.
1: Well, the whole the whole time she's just continues to make excuses. So he he dispatches the other two broads. Right, he goes back there. He says he he wants to tell them face to face because he's a man. He goes back there and he tells Taisha, Hey, can I talk to you? They they sit out. For, of course, she's got full hair and makeup done. But she's surprised that he shows up. <laughs> And, uh, so they sit out front and they have a little chat and he's like, look, he's like, I love, I love Cassie, which is just exactly what every girl wants to hear. And then she's like, let's go, look, can we go inside and talk? And then, but of course they leave their mic packs on. So they go and they're having a very alone moment and he's, he's sobbing. Like she's consoling him while he sobs. And then luckily they were able to crack the door and just shockingly, they were both, able to just get their faces right directly in the line of the cracked door. So the cameraman could get the shot, but he goes, he goes and he dispatches, um, Tasha. And then he dispatches Hannah and Hannah's Hannah. You could tell has never been dumped in her life. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, this is a weird <laughs> I think that feeling. Was,
0: that was it more than anything. Right. Cause I, I never got the impression over the course of the season that she was in this for any romantic ideals. Well, she, like, but
1: she kept saying, she's like, I just thought it was going to be me and you like what, like, is this right? Like, are you sure? Because
0: she's completely stunned. And, but, but I will say this, I don't know. And we've been saying all season, he's such a pussy about everything. All those, all those, uh, you know, risk taking dates and how he handles any kind of, um, any kind of, what do you call it? Um, Obstacles at all. So what what did he look more like a wuss doing? Um having the fucking chick that he dumped console him like a freaking pussy? Yeah, huge pussy or the or the way he uh declined off that rock with uh, <laughs> with Cassidy.
1: Well, what what about when what about when Harrison's trying to get him back in the van, the production van, and he's like, every time I put myself out there, I get rejected. You fucking pussy! Like, welcome to being a man. You got to take more swings <laughs> at it, dude. Like, you're gonna you're gonna get rejected a few million times. That's how. That's kind of how it works.
0: Steve, could he have looked less like a guy rappelling down that mountain? Well, uh, when I saw the rappelling,
2: I immediately. Just in my mind, I'm thinking Daniel and Jessica Andrews rappelling down in Karate Kid 3 and then the Cobra Kai's up top <laughs> pulling the ropes away from them and try to save, try to save a bonsai tree. They had tree. to get the
1: bonsai. Yeah,
2: I, I got so swept away in that. I just...
1: <laughs> it was very similar, though. I, I can see why you would think that. <laughs>
2: um, he... Eh, There's so many things wrong with him in in this season. Uh, You know, it's like, there's always a part of me because knowing that this is a TV show and knowing that that we are 17 years and 38 seasons into this franchise (laughs) and knowing they have storyboard writers that map out the season before the season even starts. Like, there's always a part of me that thinks that this was... Not saying on the very first episode they knew, okay, when we get to Portugal, he's going to fence jump. But just kind of putting in his ear why don't you do this or how about this route and maybe you just go on one overnight but if you want cassie why don't you just do that and we'll i mean because this is something for sure and i've been saying this all season when i gave the spoilers out in november i said you know they they're they're kings of hyperbole this show about it's the most dramatic it's you know something you've never witnessed before this is the first time in bachelor history um so twenty, this is the 23rd Bachelor. We've never had a final episode where it wasn't, okay, the Bachelor's down to two women. Is he going to choose her or is he going to choose her? And there's a final rose ceremony and they meet Neil Lane and he chooses one and dumps the others. First time it's ever happened in 23 seasons. So they played it up right. I just was so confused when I first heard about this ending on there's so much normal footage that we get in a season that we're not getting the season. We didn't have a fi- We didn't have all three overnight dates. We didn't have a right. final 3 rose ceremony. We didn't have a final two girls each meeting his family, final two girls each getting a date, final two girls both showing up at the altar and one of them getting dumped. Like, there was so much. I'm like, how are they going to fill this? Well,
1: a I got answer
2: the last couple of weeks with a bunch <laughs> repelling. of you know, repelling and 15 minutes too long last week of him and Cassie breaking up. That was literally the Ari-Becca breakup, like, 2.0 it was just it went on for 15 minutes longer than it should oh and it, was it
1: just and it continued into this week like it was it yeah. just went on and on it was it was all of the fantasy suites or two-thirds of the fantasy yeah. suites episode and then the whole finale was just them her making excuses like i don't know you know i don't want to i've been in relationships before and him just quietly like trying to take away her excuses like a little pussy like you can do whatever you want you can walk all over me i won't even be- come near you like i'll, I'll call first like he, he was <laughs> such a little bitch and finally she couldn't say anything anymore there was there was no more he took away every excuse that she had to where she's finally like okay i guess i'll meet your family
0: it's it's a what wait a minute i could I could extend this stay on another tropical, yeah. um, you know, and... country. I could increase my Instagram followers, and I don't have to commit to anything. Um, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, it was like it just seems so so easy and lazy on her part. She's she's not committed whatsoever. But as as Steve points out in his blog on realitysteve.com, a lot of the time Steve, the they chose to fill time. They had to by by putting panel a panel of former Bachelor oh, and Bachelorettes so together dramatic. over the last two nights to break down things and get their opinions. That is my chance to either forward and get back to live yeah. or take a piss. Yeah. I, yeah, I have I have zero interest in what former contestants. Think about the current contestants. This isn't this isn't fucking football Why? or basketball. Why are we? I got a question. I got a question. Yeah, two two
2: questions. First off, do you think Ben Higgins' lifetime contract with this franchise is yeah. equivalent to Le'Veon Bell's that he just signed, yes. or or is it bigger? <laughs> because that guy is never going anywhere in this. Franchise. I thought, I thought he's he was like, going to run he's for like,
1: Congress.
0: He, yeah, he <laughs> was. Man? He's like Stephen A. Smith to ESPN. <laughs> Like he shows up on every single show. You're like, wait a minute, didn't I just see Stephen A. Smith do a post game from the Laker game last night? And he's on, he's on, get up at 4 a.m. East Coast time. Yeah, yeah. It's-
1: yeah
2: well, here's my other thing that I wanted to ask you guys, and I, I talked about this I, with uh, people in the know, and and just kind of bounce this off them. So when when Colton comes back to her, la- he dumps both women. He goes to Cassie's room. I mean, at that point, he comes to your room and says, hey, I got rid of the other two. I want to fight for you. I'm in love with you. Yeah. Is there any way that she could even – it's almost like she was forced to say, okay, because if she yeah. says no and after all that and I dump two women, I want to fight for us. I think there's something with us. I love you. And she's like – Yeah, I'm still good. No, I'm bouncing. See ya. Like She would have been the most hated woman in this franchise. She had to have known that she had no choice. And that's why she rejected him a second time.
0: That's exactly right. And and I think in the back of her head, she's thinking, I was already outed by Kerpa, Katie, and the bunch. And if I do this now, he's basically given me. Um, all the outs in the world, like there was, there was nothing to commit to. He made it very easy. So, uh, yeah, he I said, don't "We don't
2: need to be engaged. I just wanted to be you at the it, end." He said, it, I
0: don't, "We don't have to be engaged," and she's still like,
2: <laughs>
0: right? She's still scoring me about it now. Um, to Steve's point on on Twitter, he asked the question: If uh, if this was the Bachelorette, who was a noted admitted virgin, would Chris Harrison and this show spend the last three to four plus episodes harping on the fact that are we going to see this person lose their virginity? Every break, <laughs> it, it every became,
1: single break.
0: Come I, I back know to see if he gets laid. It was the narrative <laughs> of the season. I understand this. This was the but but Chris Harrison became just out and out creepy about it. Like uh-huh. he was, he was the one that was selling at the hardest. Like he, you almost got the feeling that he really wanted to know. Like he was he was waiting with some lotion and some tissue paper, and he really yeah. wanted to know the details well, of
1: that. Because when they're together, when they show up together, they have their debut as a couple. She's in a white dress. He basically is like, okay, give me the details. Did you did you put it down or what? And Colton's like, now that we're a couple, you know, I'm not going to share that info. And he and then Chris Harrison's like, Haha, I'll take that as a yes. Let me smell those fingers, by the way.
0: It was so creepy. Did he get a lot of a lot of shit for that, Steve? Uh, I mean,
2: I, I I couldn't have been the only one that had that thought. I mean, I'm sure he did. It, it sure. was it was really bizarre how much they drilled that over the last two live shows the last and, two and they, nights. it was so it was and, at least 25 times and you
1: gotta at least. the history and, of the bachelor is and that's that's always been sort of a knock against the show is that right. the the sex is implied they don't they go oh you're gonna go you can have an overnight they never actually say they bang but they do show the shoes and in this case they showed the shoes <sighs> which i take as a sign that sex was had
2: I, I I got the impression yeah just by listening to them and him post interview and even when the producer asked him off camera to care to elaborate yeah. you, you know doesn't kiss and tell I mean you would think if he didn't have it he would just said no we didn't we talked and we had a great time he brought her the <laughs> he
1: brought so. her the breakfast in bed tray which is like the universal sign of thanks for letting me wear you out all night here don't get up like here's some food.
0: <laughs> he sh- he should have just answered with something that I've gone with in the past, and that's, you know, gentlemen don't kiss and tell, but I do go balls deep and tell. Like, I, if, if I if I have if I have intercourse, I will tell. <laughs> but uh, but how about the, how about the, the the fact that like um, like Brian pointed out last week, it's like to me the entire seasons have been about Colton's desire to have sex colton's opportunity to have sex the implication being there are 30 women that are more than women to have down. sex yeah and it's just colton's it's colton's decision to have sex for the first time the entire season after freaking chris harrison is creepily uh, drooling over his decision to have sex like Colton actually said something smart, and I, I, I guarantee it wasn't his line. It must have been a, a female producer who uh, is very like equipped with HR and the, and the Me Too movement saying, look, you don't have to admit this. In, in fact, if you do admit it, your fucking new girlfriend is going to be shamed on, on online. It's like he actually did a smart thing and just pulled up the brakes on admitting yeah. this whole virginity yep. thing, right? Well, let's also remember where she attended college. And what
2: that's all about. Like, she's, there's probably an image that she also has to uphold. Of course. Even though she did mention it, I think, on their first one on one date about how she wasn't a virgin, which I thought was bizarre as well. That
1: was super weird.
2: Yeah. She just kind of told everybody, hey, I'm not a virgin. It's like, okay, but we weren't asking.
1: No, but yeah. She's like, you know how you're a virgin? (laughs) I'm extremely not a virgin.
0: And was that her? Was that yeah, that? but she.
1: But she's yeah. also like. But there's some people that might be watching this, like in my family, that don't know that I've had sex before, and I'm like, well, they know now. Like, no, no they one know, you asked you to volunteer that. Yeah. <laughs> just go the never been kissed route. Like, no one's going to question it. But something, something. I did catch a spoiler from the reality, Steve. Twitter feed that I think is germane to the way the show played out. Cassie was, had just wrapped like a week or so before filming of The Bachelor, another reality show where she was like trying to make a relationship work with her longtime boyfriend. Did I get that right, Steve?
2: Yeah, it's a show online called Young Ones that they filmed, I think. They filmed the season one, the freshman year at Biola, where they just wanted to follow around college kids on a campus where sex and drinking and doing drugs is,
1: forbidden. Um,
2: yeah, forbidden. You know, because it goes against why kids want to go to college, because that's what they want to do. So they followed them around, and then this season two, filmed end of August, beginning of September. And Colton season started filming September 20th, so they wrapped on that season about two weeks before she left to go on Colton season. And season two, even though I didn't watch it, <clears throat> I was told it was more about her and her ex were basically on and off for the last four or five years, and it was just them trying to figure out where they're at can can they be friends and be exes because they've been in each other's lives and so you know they've been so close to each other and can we move on? Can we be together or can we not? But they were never together on this show that she filmed.
1: Okay. They were just trying to work it out. It was just, it's it's like, how
2: do we navigate our relationship when it's definitely over between us is
1: what I was. Sounds like the worst show ever.
0: (laughs) So even, even further proof that Cassie, the first chance she gets after, after the two week, two weeks in Taiwan or whatever, after the free shit, And the publicity to her ends, and then she's given a chance to do it. I think she dumps them. I mean, in a lot of ways, they're perfect for each other, and they're both like equally inarticulate and dense, and they could just continue uh, being attractive people in the world and living off this fame if they want. But he's such a dipshit that he's not going to just ride that out. He's going to find an issue with it and have another uh, mental breakdown. I wouldn't doubt it if he's on bachelor in paradise, uh, this summer I'm crying but, but, again,
1: he doesn't want to break yeah, his cried. streak of crying yeah, I mean, on they'd, every they'd bachelor franchise.
2: They'd have to be done in three months for him to be on paradise. I guess nothing's out of the question though.
0: Right. So, so, so to, to kind of like to, to give my final thoughts on, on this season, um, I, I, I said all along, I think I even said during paradise, like, they I thought it was a cruel casting to give this guy the bachelor. Yeah. In a lot of ways, he's the perfect he's the perfect candidate for a reality show. He's a dumbass and he's emotional. And it creates drama. But he, for the third time in three shows, had an emotional breakdown. And I'm guessing in his regular real-time life, this is something that he's also done with these relationships. I think it was cruel and unusual to give him the bachelor in the first place. And it didn't really it, – it. nothing on this past season contradicted what what I had thought was was going to happen. It was a mess. He's a mess. I don't think he's any further along emotionally no. right now than he was before it started. And I think that the only person in the world who doesn't see it coming, that Cassie's going to let him go him. as soon as it's, it's timely, is him. And then what? and are there, are there the does does the bachelor have the rights to bring cameras in for that emotional breakdown too, Steve?
2: I I sure so hope not. We've seen him three consecutive seasons on the show. He was on Becca's season, he was on Paradise and then he was the bachelor. Like I don't need anything more. I mean, thank God he's not on the next season of <clears throat> The Bachelorette. Um but good god, I'm just I'm so done with him. It's three se- he's the he's the first person in the history of this franchise to appear on three consecutive
0: seasons that we got to view, it's, it's insane. It's over, you know, wait, like, hold on a second. Do go away. What was Nick Vile? Because he he showed he's up a couple consecutive. Oh uh, yeah,
2: wrote, I'm talking right. about consecutive. Nick okay. was, was there space in between there for him showing up because he was on four shows, but they were not all in a row, and he never even did three in a row.
0: So, and what's that douchebag up to right now? I I I vaguely kind of follow his what he's doing. What's what's the Vile Files? What is that? podcast.
2: He oh, has a podcast now. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> who who the fuck doesn't
1: have a podcast? That's <laughs> exactly right. That's a good good point.
0: <laughs> Sign three guys on a podcast. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um okay, any anything else, Jason? Have we have we covered it all? Do we do we, do we so. care about Hannah B? Well, yeah, I, I I do? do
2: with that.
1: Of course you do. I do.
2: Um I I because we got a sport we got a sports Reference this season. Oh, uh, I I, uh, I spoiled fifteen of her fifteen of the guys that are on her season this year. I released today, so I was and four of four of the five that she met tonight. I had already released, so I was pretty proud of that. You were an uh,
1: absolute monster. It's just unbelievable what you do. Amazing.
2: I was, yeah, I was literally giving it to them all night. Um, so what, But one of the guys that is on Hannah's season, but was not introduced tonight. His name is Darren Blaylock, and he happens to be the son of former no. point guard great.
1: Shut up, Atlanta Hawks.
2: Seven DUIs and a and a a vehicular manslaughter, serving time in prison. The son of Mookie Blaylock is one of Hannah's suitors, and it's going to be like...
1: holy shit.
2: And I didn't even I like. When I heard about it, it, and I realized, okay, this is the son. Of, I, I, you know, I started digging because I, I, knew Mookie had addiction issues, but I had no idea. I guess I just forgot that he killed somebody in 2012. I
1: sort of remember that. I remember hearing about some type of accident involving Mookie so, Blaylock.
2: I had no idea about him and the family. So Darren Blaylock is on the show. He's got a twin brother. Uh, I think is yeah, twin brother is Zach. He's not on the show. But Darren and Zach played football at University of Kentucky from 2012 to 2016. They have a younger brother right now who's a senior in high school, Dominic Blaylock, who is a five-star recruit that signed with Georgia. And he's going to be apparently big time. Um, wow. However, right before I think the accident in 2012 where Mookie decided to kill somebody, I don't want to say decided to. Like a choice, but, um, the wife left him so the wife has remarried and she married a white dude and so when i was looking up darren's instagram it's uh you know he has family pictures on there and it's darren and zach and dominic and then this like nine-year-old white boy and then their their mother and then the guy that she married so that's our little sports tie-in uh, this season. We have a couple right. of former college athletes that weren't really big, but he's the biggest name
0: so far. Is Darren Blaylock? So a couple of things.
2: Do you guys
0: remember what number Mookie was? I, Ten. Okay. So, Jam. We got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know. So you guys don't need to, me to tell you that uh, that, that they Pearl originally called themselves band, Mookie yeah. Mookie. yeah. Okay. I think that's uh, known.
1: That's not like a. That's not like a yeah. trivia
0: um and so and and also how could we possibly end this podcast now that we're on the the uh, subject of great rock bands without talking about air supply oh um, yeah
1: the, amazing The
0: decision to shoehorn uh a a, a few 90 year olds that we haven't heard from it and, and don't get me wrong we all loved our, ourselves some Air Supply back oh, in the day. Fuck yes. but, we're, but, but here's the thing: why would, why would this be relevant to shoehorn them in? Especially when we've never seen anything like this. We're what, old, what, what,
1: what like we're old, and Air Supply is like our parents' generation of music. And
2: any so, any, any chance that Colton and Cassie had a clue who Air Supply no, was? No, of course not. <laughs> No, no way. Because and, and the look on her face,
1: like, oh, it's Air Supply. Like they knew they knew who Brett Young was more than they know Air Supply. <laughs> yeah. Air Supply were fucking hit makers in the seventies.
0: But but there has to be some promotional tie-in or something that's, that reality Steve uh, knows because like every time there's a a band on the show, it's the Caucasian band that's country that and country? not country, and it's it's almost never no- well known. And Air Supply kind of runs against all those demographics. Like what's the show tie-in for Air Supply? I, it, Maybe it's like a Chris Hendricks or Chris, uh, what's his face? Harrison. Thing? Like Harrison thing? Is, is that is that it?
2: I I don't know what the tie-in was, but when the song was playing, do you remember what song it was? I'm All
0: Out of Love. No? No, it wasn't that oh. one. Oh. It was the it was um... second most popular song to I'm All Out of <laughs> Love. Yeah.
2: All I remember was the chorus of that song that was playing that they played tonight was something about. I just remember hearing the song and I was like, "This ties into the season because it was something that they said in the making love out of nothing at all." That's right. Yes, exactly. So that's that's the only thing I can think of. Right, it's the only thing I can think of
1: because Cassie doesn't love him, and they're like, "Hey, (laughs) because because she doesn't love you, we're gonna make love
0: out of nothing at all." (laughs) I mean. It's like it wouldn't even be like exaggeratory to be like I'm I am shocked that those old guys made it through a song. And I'm I rarely do this on this show, but at, at on my Twitter uh feed at Jason Stewart, I said, Air supply has never been more literal. Their oxygen was available off stage in case one of these old <laughs> men stopped breathing. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, Would, but, did somebody bring the uh, air supply? Yes.
2: Yeah. You also spelled there wrong. Oh, wrong. my God.
0: Jason, delete it. Enough of that. Delete Jeez. it. Hey,
1: Steve? Wrong with you. Uh, Okay, over-under, and I'm not saying over-under on the announcement because Reality Steve will have this before it's announced. I'm saying over-under on the actual relationship. I've got it set. Fourth of July, Steve Carbone Cassie and Colton, will they be broken up over or under July Fourth?
2: God, that's th- that's like literally three months. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, that's four. Okay, four months. Um, I think I I think Colton. It, like, I don't even think if Cassie wanted to leave, Colton will let her. Like, I don't even know how that's she's going to get out of this. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, he will he will browbeat her into, well, remember when we were in Portugal and you wanted to leave?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know? I, I think the next bargaining chip is, if you want to see other people, we could keep totally. doing this.
1: Yeah, he'll give her everything. <laughs> Okay. So Steve, that sounds like you're saying over. I don't think it lasts the summer though. Jason Stewart, your thoughts over under 4th of July. Do they make it into the summer?
0: I mean, that's barely, um, that's just less than a month. Um, after the Steve reality, Steve fan appreciation night in Las Vegas on June the 7th, and there are still 25 to 30, uh, slots available. In case one of you lucky women are listening to this podcast and want to attend, Um, I I give it
2: down to about fifteen because I got about fifteen responses today that were let me in uh, after I posted that. So yeah, we're running out
0: of spots um, now. I I I mean I I just have to think it's before then. I just think that there's going to be a convenient time for her. Something's going to happen where she's just like I gave it all I could. I promised him I would, and I just can't do it to the guy anymore. I, it's it's got it. It's got to be before July fourth.
1: At some point, her religious kook dad with the dyed hair is going to just put an end to this because he's not happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was a kook, yeah. but but he. I think that he was. But he was but the most realistic father. father we probably. No, he was right. Yeah, absolutely. Come to think of it, these two fathers are actually like like they have good heads on their shoulders. They actually care about their kids Colton, and they're smart.
1: Colton senior.
0: And if if I was to go um if I was to become homosexual, whoa. I might start whoa. with Colton's father. Whoa.
1: Jesus. Oh, Big revelation. God. You heard it here first. <laughs> wow. That's a hell
0: of a leap there. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's not going to get to the point where I'm turning down chicken wings uh, instead of sleeping <laughs> in. The,
1: the National Sports Grill. Great. The Yeah. <laughs> we came down to chicken wings or a hot waitress. Steve took the wings, free wings.
0: Do you do you have th- extra buffalo sauce. <laughs> I
1: will well, say this: when they were sho- when they were sh- highlighting, doing the highlights of the season, and they were showing the arrival. Bree, the CEO's daughter's oh, friend. Yeah. <laughs> That chick was so cute. How how was it possible yeah. that she was She's sent hot. home so early? That chick was the hottest chick there by far, and she was quickly dispatched by
0: Colton. She had a great personality too. Yeah, so she I think was awesome. she was smart for him. Yeah. She will
2: absolutely 1,000% be down in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: Tulum. Is Tay- is Taisha gone? Do we know? Or oh, we I'm know sure.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm sure she will be oh, we've gotta see yeah. Taysha. Demi.
1: You're gonna get all the all yeah, the I mean, big hits. It's, gonna
2: be, it's gonna be Demi, Onyeka, Nicole, Tasha, Hannah, G, um I mean it's it's the pick of the litter from Colton's women. I mean they're gonna make up a majority, probably eighty percent of the female cast mm. that we see down there. But yeah. one thing I wanted to say about Colton's dad be you know, after Stu let us know, he yeah. would go the other way for him. I um when I see that guy the only thing that I immediately think of is the old Saturday Night Live sketch of how much you bench. Because that guy <laughs> yes. is
1: swole. He's so like, swole. Dude. He he wasn't really peacocking it on this episode, but on the uh, when he right. when they had the family, when they had Hannah B meet yeah. the family. He had like that cutoff shirt on and dude has <laughs> guns aplenty. My man is in the gym often. And it shows the dude is a unit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a well put together
1: individual for sure. And Jason wants to suck his dick. You heard it here first.
0: No, oh. it's not that oh, much. Sorry. It's, oh, no, yeah. I, missed, I just <laughs> want to, <laughs> I just want to play with those great arms. Oh my God.
1: All right. We're, we're going to shut it down here. Uh, Steve, Thank you very much for joining the show. You are, as always, the last word on anything to do with Bachelor and, of course, Temptation Island and every other reality show you cover on your website, on your podcast, realitysteve.com. Jason Stewart, another fantastic season in the books. I don't... We'll have to talk about if we're going to do the Bachelorette. I, the, the fans want Bachelorette coverage. I just, I just don't know if I have it in me to do it. You but can't, we can you, can't it. you can't have a
0: theme song. You can't have a theme, a theme song and not do year-round bachelor coverage. All right,
1: so all right. That's that's all the convincing I needed.
2: And Mookie Blaylock's son is on it. How can you not cover that? That's
1: for sure. Right. That's kind of you. Kind of got <laughs> me my interest peaked. I don't know if you know this, but Pearl Jam Mookie Blaylock was number ten. Never mind. Uh,
0: just just for the uh just for the listeners
1: yeah
0: um who don't know there was uh Pearl jam was the first like real grunge band i'm not a nirvana guy and 10 to me is the penultimate grunge album penultimate. 10 10 is the first name of their first al- of their first album and it was named after mookie boylock yeah and there's uh, one particular song, oh, and uh, I I have never sung on the podcast, Let's but I will.
1: Yeah.
0: it's uh, and Eddie Vedder kind of acapellas it off the first, off the top, and he goes, "What the fuck is this world running to? You did leave a message? At least I who are on all the
1: Wow. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning. Can't wait to see. Where Are you going to be appearing anywhere soon seeing karaoke, Jason?
0: Did I, did I let you guys know that's off a of 10 by uh, Pearl Jam? They wanted to name themselves Mookie Blaylock, and they couldn't... Pearl really. Jam,
1: a.k.a. Mookie Blaylock, because Mookie Blaylock wouldn't let him.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Um, I appreciate it. Excellent work all the way around for...
0: See you on June 7th, Steve.
1: For special guest reality Steve who is hosting a fan appreciation weekend in Las Vegas, June 7th for the great Jason Stewart, who sounds exactly like Eddie better. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the bachelor lifestyle podcast from the baller We will see you next time.
0: Oh, can I sleep
1: for a minute?
3: It's my first impression, Bose. Beck, the Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most
1: dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We
3: making a connection and falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We
1: starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting
0: champagne. We got got 32 girls who get to hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in. It's the Ball of Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in. It's the Ball of Lifestyle we living in. That's the lifestyle we live in it. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle.